0: Dallas Willard says in an autobiographical note that he had been working on the material for this book since at least the mid-60s. And that is kind of true, though if he had written this in the mid-60s or he had tried to do it in the mid-70s or in the 80s, it would have been a different book. He is growing in his knowledge. And one thing that he's also doing is interacting with different sorts of people, theologians that are out there, though he often doesn't name people. Um, so you're a lucky person if Dallas Willard actually names you and suggests that he might think differently than you, or perhaps that he thinks very similarly to you this book has now uh, reached about 20 years old and even older if you consider that he started it in 1991 or something like that so things have changed theologically and it's worth asking what dallas willard would say now to people who are thinking about god's kingdom who are preaching god's kingdom that he maybe didn't have quite a chance to say in this book Welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I'm Michael Stewart-Rob, um, and we're doing the conspiracy commentaries here with The Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard. And yeah, I got a I got a haircut. The mane is now smaller, and uh, I'm finally ready for the summer, uh, you know? Yeah, I guess. I guess that's the way to go. We're talking about a section here called The Kingdom is Now at Hand. And Dallas is aware that he has taken people through a lot of material in a very short amount of time. He's on page 27, at least in my edition. And he wants to do a little summary. I'm going to kind of skip over it. Uh, Where I want to start is actually here where he distinguishes between two aspects of Jesus's ministry. He says he inducts us into the eternal kind of life that flows through himself, and he does this first by bringing that life to bear upon our needs, and then by diffusing it throughout our deeds. That, again, are these two stages that I have mentioned in a few other videos. You have this sense of the kingdom of God being at hand for Jesus, so he is they're therefore capable of helping us or helping the people then with their needs. And then secondly, diffusing it throughout our deeds. This is this idea of the kingdom of God being available through Jesus, but directly to us. In other words, we step into a relationship with the kingdom of God, which is very similar to what Jesus had. And that's those those two things there, needs and deeds. Um, and it's just something that, that just keeps popping up in Dallas's work um, throughout this. Where Dallas Willard is really going to try to put the emphasis here in this section is on the kingdom of God being available now. And this needed emphasis in his day because a lot of the traditions um, which he's interacting with, that is theological traditions, have found ways of saying not now. So yes, Jesus said that the kingdom of God is at hand, yes, that was his message, but it isn't really true for us now. Now, the one that Dallas tends to interact with a little bit more than others is this idea of dispensationalism. It's a kind of a complicated theory of interpreting the Bible, which had a way of saying that when Jesus talked about the kingdom of God, he he really didn't expect it to be something which we today would have to worry a whole lot about. Outside of dispensationalism, and I understand that this is more for the theologians, um, there's a larger category which is very uh, big in Western spirituality, and I'm just going to call this afterlife theology. And this is the idea that all of the good stuff happens after we die. And everything that's happening in this life is more just preparatory, um, perhaps finding the sort of the, the key to unlock the door to after, after we die. When Dallas was writing this, this, there was also a kind of, well, I guess it was kind of felt kind of new in his day. Um, you'll see it here for me. It's on footnote number nine. If you look at that footnote, he's going to talk about a man named George Eldon Ladd. Who is, in a sense, mm, updating for a different audience what a man named o- uh, Oscar Kullman was doing, and he had this idea. Kullman, lad, had this idea that the kingdom of God was um, was yes, just as Jesus said, it was it was here now, but. But then there was also this part of it that was also not yet, and you had these kind of two um, stages to it and all of that was kind of the intention of Jesus to kind of have the kingdom um, be here, but not in a sense not too much of it. Dallas is writing this book also challenging that view. Um, He felt that still people put way too much uh, emphasis on the not yet, and it becomes just another version of afterlife theology or dispensational theology. So you see him emphasizing again and again the nowness of the kingdom, and you'll see this uh, through this section here. He's really trying to say that this was, that this was, it was always Jesus's intent to have the kingdom be available for people right now. But things have actually changed a bit, theologically at least, uh, for um, this book published in 1998. Things have changed theologically that now there are a lot of theologians and a lot of people in churches, pastors, preachers, priests who actually are emphasizing the nowness of the kingdom. They're saying that, that yeah, Jesus meant um, that the kingdom of God was going to be a part of our life now. And the difference that Dallas would have to emphasize is that these a lot of these people think of the kingdom of God as something that Jesus is instituting or inaugurating or establishing anew it's as kind of as if god had maybe been kicked out of his kingdom and rule on earth and jesus is kind of saying well we're back you know he's back and it's it really doesn't show up too many places in this first chapter but if you listen to dallas's recordings you hear how important it was for him to emphasize that the kingdom of God was from everlasting to everlasting so the kingdom of God is something that is active and present before Jesus comes right it was also then if we can use this sort of then now not yet The kingdom of God was also then, and I can fully anticipate that if he had rewritten this book now, he would have put in a section there talking more explicitly about how the kingdom of God was present, um, not only under the time of Israel, but also even before time of Abraham, time of Noah, time of whoever else you want to mention back then. And that's an important part of the 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 place that Jesus has in this in this whole history. Jesus is coming and he is not announcing the kingdom of God. He is not inaugurating it, starting it. He is making it more widely available, especially to people for whom it was rather inaccessible. Well, that's what I've got for you today. Um, think about this idea of the kingdom of God also being then. And um, and let me know what you think about it in the comments. And uh, sign up for that almost monthly newsletter over at Sanctus.Institute. And do like and subscribe. Um, you know, I don't know. It's always stupid to keep saying that, but um, it helps. So thanks for watching. See you then.